This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joined by Mary Lucas from Transitions Life Care. Here's your host, Jason Kong. Welcome to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Jason Kong here with... Mary Lucas, as always, representing Transitions Life Care. Mary, how are you today? Wow, I'm doing well. It's it's uh, fall. Uh, no, just kidding. It's winter. In North Carolina, it's like, <laughs> do I ride the convertible? Do I put the top down? Oh, wait, no, I shouldn't because it's going to get cold. Okay, let's switch cars. Um, but yes, I, uh, yeah, it is. It, it is. It's, it's North Carolina. How about that? <laughs> you, you never know. It's a mixed bag every single week. But hey, we, we do what we can. We'll survive, as we always do. But we've got a great show lined up, and I know you are very excited <laughs> about today's show Woo-hoo! because we are talking all about being skin smart, and we have uh, a wonderful guest here in the studio. We've got Kelly Smith. She is owner of Nourish Skin and Wellness and also Skin Smart by Kelly. Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I, I was t- talking before the show and I was like, you know, people, when I say, yeah, I'm an Aging Matters host, oh my gosh, you're not really aging. You look really young. And I'm like, yeah, that's because I get great Botox. Um, and I, I love my skincare, oh my, my skincare gal. So I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, before we get started into all things aging and skincare, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started and what you do. Yeah. So I was actually... Um, I became a nurse in 2015. Um, I was a nurse in the cardiovascular ICU. So I did all of open heart surgeries, recovering Mm. open heart surgeries, lung transplants, all of that fun stuff. Um, I then went to nurse practitioner school and the hospital burns you out. Like as you, you probably know. And uh, so I kind of was just like, I need something that is a little bit more long-term stable. Mm -hmm. So I just started shadowing people. I shadowed, you know, cardiology, plastic surgery, dermatology, nephrology, everything that I could. And I love dermatology. So that's actually where I met my mentor. I worked under my mentor for Mm -hmm. um, a while. And then I just really started getting into cosmetic dermatology and landed here. That's awesome. That's where I met you originally um, for my first Botox ever. Um, Was at my dermatologist and I followed you since then. Um, And um, yeah, so we're super excited to have you on the show. Um, This show is called Aging Matters, um, but we're all aging. You know, every single day I feel something drooping or (laughs) falling or I see another wrinkle or another gray hair. Um, Tired, fatigued, (laughs) anything. Yep, for sure. When it comes to skin, it's not just your wrinkles, though, when we talk about aging. Can you tell us about the many factors of aging and skincare? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is something that I always look at my patient whenever they come in for a consult because there's so many different ways mm-hmm. you age. And I think people get so hyper-focused on one um, specific thing that, you know, injectables can fix, like, you know, your wrinkles or, mm-hmm. you know, volume loss. But there's two different kinds of aging. So there's intrinsic mm-hmm. and there's extrinsic. Intrinsic is just that natural aging process. It, you know, is your fat pad, you know, migration, your bone resorption, collagen loss, just anything that's naturally going to degrade over time. Also, 
part of that is your hormones. Mm -hmm. Like that's a huge piece of it. I always talk in my consultations about hormones um, because that's a huge piece of aging. Also, just metabolic processes, any inflammation you have in your skin, those are all, or in your body, really, um, those are all kinds of intrinsic factors mm -hmm. of aging. Then you have extrinsic. So you wah, think wah. of, I know, right? <laughs> you have all these things. You're like, wow, let's keep the list going. But you have extrinsic where it's like that smoking, pollution, sun damage, um, weight loss or gain. All of these things that, you know, are kind of separate from just the internal processes. So when I go through a consultation, you know, we're looking at all of those things. Um, I think that's also why I kind of built, you know, Nourish Skin and Wellness, because I've realized over the years mm -hmm. treating so many patients, anti-aging starts from the inside out. Mm -hmm. If you're not you know, healthy on the inside, that translate on that translates on the outside. So I don't want to like always just focus on the intrinsic of, you know, bone loss and fat mm -hmm. pad migration and all of that extrinsic and um, intrinsic kind of play together with all aging and it wraps up into a bow. So now that we've talked a little bit about the why, I really want to dive in how to manage it and, and how to, what is skincare? You know, it can be so overwhelming. And we yes. live in this day and age of like oh social gosh. media, TikTok. I, I swear, I was watching TikTok the other day and it was like some 13-year-old telling me how to put something on my face. And I'm like, uh, first of all, that's out of my price range. How do you afford that I at know. 13? Same. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, but I think it just adds to the complication and the the overwhelming feeling of skincare basics. Yeah. And I don't think it needs to be overwhelming, but it can get there. Yeah. So where would you start mm -hmm. if you are someone that's confused with skincare? What are the basics? Yeah. So I think the number one and what I tell people all the time, like I think people want to get fancy with the hyaluronic acids and the retinoids and like all these things. 80 per, or over 80% of aging in your skin can be attributed to the sun, mm. like UV damage. So if you're not wearing a sunscreen every day and reapplying, start there. Like that would be my number one advice. I have patients who come in for consultations all the time and they want to get all this fancy stuff and I end up just giving them a, a sunscreen. I'm like, <laughs> just start there, please. Because if you're doing all these really fancy things with skincare and you're not wearing a sunscreen, you're going to build a little bit of collagen with all, mm -hmm. you know, the vitamin C's, the retinoids, all that, but you're immediately going to go out you know, outside or even sit by a window and continuously break down that collagen. Mm. That breakdown of collagen is going to be faster than what you're building with skincare. So I think sunscreen, that's like a place to start. I, I would love to act. I've heard and I, I follow you on social media, which is great. Um, and we can at the end, I want to make sure I, everyone knows how to find you. But um, is sunscreen dangerous? Is it going to hurt me? Love that. Is it cancerous? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's like a huge actually topic right now. It's actually like in um, legislature right now mm -hmm. of all these things. Now, it's hard because there's two different types of sunscreens. There's mineral sunscreen mm -hmm. and there's chemical sunscreen. Some studies have shown that chemical sunscreens, they have found um, their formulation within the bloodstream. Now, is it harmful? Like that also, there's so many studies that one says yes, one says no. Like there's so many out there. 
So what I've done for my practice is I do pure mineral sunscreen. Mm -hmm. That is what I have chosen to, um, you know, carry in my practice. That's what I've chosen to recommend for my patients just because there is very clear data that those molecules, the zinc and titanium mm -hmm. molecules, cannot get through that barrier. Um, so I always tell my patients whenever you're looking at a sunscreen – Go to the back of the ingredients, and if it has zinc or titanium, then, like, you're good to go. Awesome. Great advice. All right, moving on. Next step. You have the sunscreen. Yeah, what, you got the sunscreen. <laughs> so I think, you know, I always have, um, like, the big three. The big three is sunscreen, vitamin C, and retinoid. Those are always great products to just start with. Vitamin C is great for collagen building. It helps with pigmentation. It helps protect you against the sun. Some vitamin Cs protect you against blue light or on mm. the phones all the time. Um, so it kind of helps preserve that collagen that um, you have, and it kind of builds collagen throughout the day. And then you go to a retinoid. Um, you know, a retinoid can be used at night. It helps, you know, your cell turnover. It helps really nice, healthy cells get to the top. Um, so they're, they're kind of doing those two anti-aging things. One is, you know, protecting you and building collagen. One, you know, it's working overnight and building that collagen overnight. Both of them do other things too. Like I said, pigmentation, you know, retinoids are really good for acne, acne scarring. Vitamin Cs are really good for rosacea. There's all these mm. other skin, um, you know, disorders that they can actually help with as well. So, I think just starting with my big three, the sunscreen, the vitamin C, and the retinoid, you're you're on a good path. And then we can kind of go build in from and there. build from there. Love yeah. that. That's easy enough. Yeah. We're speaking with Kelly Smith. She is owner of Nourish Skin and Wellness and also Skin Smart by Kelly. And we're learning right now some easy steps to being skin smart. And we're going to continue our conversation with Kelly right after this. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF with your hosts, Mary Lucas and Jason Kong. Welcome back to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas, our guest in the studio is Kelly Smith. Kelly is owner of Nourish Skin and Wellness, as well as Skin Smart by Kelly. And we are talking about all things skin and how to be skin smart. And Mary, last segment, we went over some easy tips when it comes to taking care of our skin, because mm -hmm. I, I think that's a major concern for a lot of us. And, uh, you know, you kind of went into this a little bit in the first segment on how you met Kelly, and that was yeah, through yeah. <laughs> getting Botox and maybe some concern about your own skin. But I, I think one of the concerns that a lot of people have, you know, especially when we say something like Botox, oh, yeah. you, you know, like one of the, the, one of the oh, things that comes to your mind is like the bad Botox oh, yeah. jobs yeah. that we've seen. And I, I think that's a concern for people when, when we think about our skin and, mm -hmm. you know, wanting to keep things looking normal and natural. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched that show Botched a few times. Oh, my God. 
And it's terrifying. It's so terrifying. But I think that that's what a lot of people feel. And especially when I talk about what I do, or and I don't do all that much, as you know. Um, but I think it, it's scary for people. You don't want to yeah. look like you have giant duck lips. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to look like you have big old cheekbones. Yeah. And um, But there is a way to do it that looks natural. And people would never know. I, yeah. I, when I tell people I have Botox, they're like, where? Like, what? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. very natural. Um, and there's ways to do it. So could you talk to us a little bit about how to keep it natural looking when you're doing aesthetic treatments? Yeah. I mean, this goes back to like what we talked about, um, you know, before there's so many ways that you can age, you know, think back to those intrinsic and extrinsic factors. So fillers, Botox, stuff like that, those are like one piece of the pie. And I think people, they rely so heavily on injectables like fillers, Botox, Mm -hmm. all of these things. And they're forgetting all of the other stuff that is attributed to aging. So I personally, like, I saw that within the industry, and I actually made my little three pillars approach. So basically what the three pillars are are – you know, um, skincare, aesthetic treatments, and injectables. And basically, I have a foundation for my patients of like, okay, we're going to treat this first, then we're going to go the next step, then we're going to go the next step. And injectables on that treatment plan is last. Mm -hmm. Like, you cannot have, you know, like disordered skin, either pigmentation or, you know, collagen loss or all of these things, and then just pump your face full of filler. <laughs> that is like the quickest way to look unnatural. Things are not going to be balanced. You're Think of like a bed, like there's this nice bed and then these sheets are all just like wrinkled. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't look good, you know? So what I always start with with my patients is always skincare. Like that is a non-negotiable for me because if you're happy with your skin, honestly, a lot of other stuff will kind of go away. Like I've had patients who have all these concerns and then we get their skincare like optimized and then they come back in and they're like wow like my skin is just glowing like I'm actually not even drawn to that concern anymore Um, because you look healthy like your skin looks healthy if your skin is not healthy and then once again you're you know, pumping your face full of filler, it's just, it's not going to look good. So always start with skincare. That's where I would always start if you're questioning, okay, like, is it time for Botox? Is it time for fillers? Always optimize your skincare regimen. Then from there, you know, getting aesthetic treatment. So that can include like chemical peels, microneedling, you know, like any type of laser to treat pigmentation. If you, once again, have all this pigmentation on your skin, something that detracts from all of these features, all of these contours on your face, you're not, I can pump you full all of this filler and you're still not going to be happy. So once again, go back to your skin health, focus on that first and then start building. Um, I also think, you know, don't pick yourself apart. Like, I know that's like a very, you know, I feel like that's very simple, but I think people just look at themselves in the mirror and they pick themselves apart. I mean, I am in this industry. I do it to myself all the time, but I have to like take a step back and be like, I am a human. I am not a Barbie doll. Like I Mm -hmm. am supposed to have nasolabial folds. I'm supposed to have animation. Like I'm not supposed to just walk around looking 
perfect. And I think people strive for perfection. And whenever they strive for just pure perfection, it looks unnatural. Mm -hmm. Like it's Mm -hmm. not a natural human thing to look perfect. You know, it's interesting. I met with you one time and I was like, uh, you know, there's this new, I, maybe not a new thing, but for me, it was new hearing about you could get TMJ or people who have DMJ, you can get, yeah. um, we call it, everyone calls it Botox, but it's actually, that's just a brand name. Yeah, it's so, kind of an umbrella term. Yeah. yeah. So you could could get that in your jaw and you're like, well, if you do that, then everything's going to kind of, other things are going to drop. You have to think about the natural yes. way that your face falls. And the if you freeze that muscle, then yeah. the other thing start to fall and I think that not everyone and and that's why I love working with you is because you're like beware we could do that but you're going to see other changes in the way that your face is naturally falling or the way that you know you're aging which I don't think everyone realizes that no I and I agree I think you know unfortunately like aesthetics has become like a McDonald's drive-through like people literally come in there they tell the provider their concern the provider's like okay sounds good we'll do that without once again taking the holistic approach looking at your whole face assessing your whole face and being like what is going to be natural to this person what is their natural contours I even have people sometimes bring in photos of them like 10 years prior because I'm like okay if they're like going down this rabbit hole I'm like okay let's stop for a second like your contours of your face looked like this 10 years ago when you were happily aging like let's not get so far away from that because I want you to look like you still um so absolutely I think there's never a treatment that I'm not thinking okay what is the consequence of that you know based on your anatomy based on your goals um you know all of that because then I have to educate you of like we either have to do this or we have to we can do this but we also have to do this to support that treatment right so i think that's a that's a huge that's a great point. You know, a lot of people are very intimidated by fillers or injectables. And, you know, every time I mention I've had something done, they're like, did it hurt? And I'm like, no, it didn't hurt at all. Yeah. Um, but for someone who is scared or intimidated by this, where's the best place to start before diving in? Yeah, like injectables mm-hmm. or I would just say, I mean, Botox is very quick. Like, you know, you're in and out of there probably way too quick for like what you pay for it. You know, like you're kind of like, wow, I just did that in 15 minutes. Like, um, but I think Botox is a great place to start. Everybody has muscle movement. Um, and like, you're going to get, you know, lines and wrinkles from that muscle movement. Nobody is, you know, um, kind of immune to that. So I think Botox is really easy just because, one, it's a very small needle. It's super quick. Um, There is low risk to it. Yes, there are risk factors, but there's not as much risk as, you know, all, you know, some other treatments. Um, So it's a fairly easy procedure to kind of just dive into and just get your toes wet. Before we go to break, I want to talk about the differences between at-home care versus these in-office procedures. Where is the best place to start before diving into, now that we've covered some of the injectables and things like that, what should we do before all that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this goes back to, once again, my three pillars, like always optimize your skincare. Because what if you think about diet and exercise – Like diet is 80% of where your results come from. That is something you're doing morning, afternoon, night. Like that is your continuous. 
when you exercise, you're maybe doing that, what, an hour a day for maybe three to five days a week? Like, that is not your consistent. It is the same thing with skincare and in-office treatments. You're doing your skincare twice a day, every day, 365. You're seeing me in office maybe two to four times a year, maybe if we're building a little bit, maybe like two to six times a year, you're not seeing me as much as you are building collagen with your skincare. So I always tell people, get your skincare dialed in, get your at-home regimen dialed in, and then jump to injectables. Injectables will, or your at-home skincare will support what we do in office. Mm -hmm. Um, So always start there first. Wonderful advice. We're speaking with Kelly Smith, owner of Nourish Skin and Wellness, also Skin Smart by Kelly. We're going to continue our conversation on all things skin right after this. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. 60 minutes devoted to giving you all the information you need when caring for a loved one with Mary Lucas and Jason Kong. If you have questions for the show, you can email agingmatters at transitionslifecare.org. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Hey, if you want to learn more about Transitions Life Care, be sure to go online to transitionslifecare.org, transitionslifecare.org. So many resources available for you there. If you are interested, transitionslifecare.org. Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas. Our guest in the studio is Kelly Smith. Kelly is owner of Nourish Skin and Wellness, and also Skin Smart by Kelly. And we're talking about all things skin and being skin smart. And Mary, you know, we've gone over a lot so far. And um, I think now is a good time to start the the discussion on uh, finding a provider and being comfortable with working with someone that Mm -hmm. makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, I agree. I I love Kelly and working with her because she makes me feel so comfortable and is honest. And um, I think that that's really important. Um, It's your face. I mean, you. Yeah, this is your face you're talking about. Yes. (laughs) You should really put some time and thought and energy before you just show up. You know, I and I see people out there offering like, hey, you know, come blah, 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 attend our open house and get all this free stuff. And people will just dive into some rando and be like, yeah, sure. It's baffling. Yeah. Yeah. And without doing all that much research. Yeah. Um, I still am picky about who touches my face. And I'm like in the industry. Like I am like, (laughs) yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So it's very critical that I trust my provider, that everyone else trusts their provider. Do you have any tools what someone should look for in an injector or somebody that they could work with on skincare? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think first and foremost, 
like license information. Um, you know, every state is different, but for the most part, you either have to be a nurse, um, a physician's associate, nurse practitioner, medical doctor, DO, something like that to inject. Um, gosh, I had a family member in Houston recently, and she went to this Botox party. Oh, my come gosh. Come to find out. Me. Yes. Come to find out this person wasn't even, like, can't even inject in Texas. And I'm like, oh, my dear Lord. <laughs> you know, so, one, look at their license information. Um, you know, make sure that they are licensed to inject in your state. There are even some dentists, like it depends state by state, that dentists can um, inject. So that's number one. I think number two, it's very, like, ask your friends who they go see. I think not a lot of people openly share that. I do think that aesthetics and Botox are is still a little taboo. Like, it is yeah, out there, yeah. but I do think that people want to hide it and, you know, all of that. So you don't have to just come out and, like, outwardly ask your friend like do you get Botox where do you go you could just be like you know I'm thinking about you know I'm getting a little concern on my forehead you know I'm thinking about going to get a little Botox do you have a place that you would recommend or that your friends go to just so that they're comfortable to be like either like yeah I get Botox here or there or you know or they cannot say that they do and right. they can offer that so that's a really good way to kind of dive into that and if your friends are looking good like if your skin if their skin is looking good if like you know that they're getting work done and you like it then ask them where they go I think that's a huge mm -hmm. you know that's a great place to start um I think to like <laughs> This is maybe a little controversial, but, like, if you think your injector looks crazy and overdone, <laughs> don't, don't go to them. <laughs> like, I have so many friends where they're like, oh, yeah, like, I go to this person, but they look absolutely crazy. I'm like, why are you going to them if they can't manage their own face to look natural? Right. Like, do you think they're going to do that with you? So I think, like, this is kind of, you know – like a little I don't know like look at them on Instagram right, look right. at their photos like you know see if they are natural themselves because if you're looking for a natural look then you want to go to a provider who you know embodies that you know um, I think, too, whenever you go in for the consultation, is your provider taking the time with you? Like, if you're just going in and it's a quick in and out, they're not educating you, um, that's kind of a red flag. Um, you know, most aging is not, you know, quick. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a very gradual process over time. And these procedures, you know, they take time to work. You know, if a provider is telling you an instant result will happen after one treatment, like run for the hills, you know, <laughs> like that's just not going to happen. You want that pay or you want that provider that is going to stick with you long term, build a long term treatment plan with you. That's how you're going to get, you know, your natural results and feel comfortable with that provider. Um, I think also education, um, you know, when was the last time they went to a training? When was the last time they went to a conference? Are they active in their community? Like, you know, there's all these things that you can ask them when you're in, you know, your consultation. Um, I think that's, you know, a really good place to start. 
Are there any questions that, you know, you go to your first appointment, it can be intimidating, especially if you've never done it before. Are there questions you should be asking or or things that you should be thinking about and talking through in your first appointment and and thereafter? Yeah. I mean, I think one, we kind of touched on this, but like, when's the last time that you attended a training or a conference? I am attending trainings, God, I feel like every month, you know, it's like I am never going to know every single thing. And one thing that I learned then leads me down to another rabbit hole. And then that leads me down to another thing. So, you know, ask them what they do, you know, um, monthly, like Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're educated. There's all these virtual um, things to do online that are really great education tools. I'm a member of many Patreons Mm -hmm. um, of injectors in the community, and I watch those, you know, weekly. Um, I think, too, a very important thing is, do you have a protocol for adverse events. Adverse Mm -hmm. events are going to happen. I mean, it's just a given. They are going to happen. Um, So do you have a protocol for that? And what is it? And do you have somebody who you can call in to help manage those? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know a lot of places or a lot of states, they have to have a supervising physician. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my supervising physician is Dr. Miller. Um, He is very involved. We have a a meeting at least, you know, weekly going over, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, patients, Mm -hmm. um, treatment plans, um, adverse, you know, protocols, all of that. So make sure that they have a good supervising provider who is going to kind of help guide them as well. Um, Also, like, how do you get a hold of them or the office after hours? Mm -hmm. Um, Because things can happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little crazy, but I give out my phone number to every single patient. (laughs) Like, every patient has my phone number because if they need something after hours, if they are not thinking something's right – I want them to get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, how long have you been in the field? How long have you been doing the procedure that you're recommending to me? I think those are you know, great mm-hmm. questions. Not that I think you have to hold that to an ultimate standard, because right. I know people who have just been injecting a year, and they are amazing. And I know people who have been injecting 10 years and they're like done learning and they're just going through the motion. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's an end all be all, but I do think it is something based on their answer. I think you can gather a lot of information and gather their confidence within the treatment. Um, I think too, just before and afters, like look at their before and afters, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, ask them, be like, okay, you're recommending, you know, Sculptra, can you show me before and afters mm-hmm, of your mm-hmm. sculpture treatment um, and see if you like their before and afters? Because um, you're interviewing them, too, you yeah, know? That's a good point. Before we go to break, you you opened Nourish recently. Talk to us a little yeah. bit about what makes it unique. Yeah. So at Nourish, once again, our whole thing is aging from the inside out. We want to nourish you through your aging process inside and out. Um, so with that being said, we want to treat you holistically. We want to treat, you know, your whole face, like make sure everything is in balance. Um, you know, I'm constantly researching, like everything is very research focused. Everything is very natural. Um, you're not going to walk out and look like, you know, you have alien cheeks. Like, so I think Nourish, it's just a 
very holistic. It cares about you as a person from the inside out. And I've just, I've loved building it. It's so, it's so fun. It's been fun watching it evolve. Yeah. And and I was so excited when you were like, I'm going to launch something. And, and when you started kind of tickling it out there yeah. and dropping things. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh yeah. my gosh, what is it? Yeah, we have really big plans for it. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Like we're not just going to be, you know, offering, um, you know, like injectables and all of that. We are going to branch out like into the wellness side. And I think that's really important mm-hmm. um, with not only, you know, just being confident in yourself, being the best self, mm-hmm. but also just, you know, the the aging portion of it, you know. If you're feeling good on the inside, you're definitely going to feel good on the outside. So we have big plans. I'm excited. Excellent. Well, we've got more with Kelly Smith. She is owner of Nourish Skin Wellness, Nourish Skin and Wellness, and she's also got Skin Smart by Kelly. We're going to talk some more about how you can find more information about that in just a bit. Stick around. You're listening to Aging Matters. Care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joined by Mary Lucas from Transitions Life Care. Here's your host, Jason Kong. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas and our guest in the studio is Kelly Smith. Kelly is owner of Nourish Skin and Wellness as well as Skin Smart by Kelly. We're talking about how we can be skin smart ourselves, easy ways, and we've covered a lot of ground, Mary, and, you know, some folks are probably a bit curious, like, how can I find more information about this? Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit, Kelly, about how people can find you at your your Nourish and Skin Smart and follow along with everything you do. I'm a, I'm a big follower, so how, yeah. how do people find you? Absolutely. So... On Instagram, I'm Skin Smart by Kelly, and then also we have our Nourish um, page, Nourish Skin and Wellness. Um, you can also we have our website; it's actually launching Yay. soon, so that will be NourishSkinandWellness.com, and then you can also find me at SkinSmartbyKelly.com. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So speaking of social media, there's a lot of social. Oh we're we're going to dive yes. into some frequently asked questions. Here we, we go. TikTok. We asked the world a few que- to send us some questions. Yes, yeah. um, but social media, we have 13-year-olds telling me what to put on my face. <sighs> we have sponsored yes. posts. Yeah. I see people like, hey, this is the product. Click the link in the, my bio, whatever. And I'm like, how do I trust this stuff? How do you know what's real? How do you search for good brands with quality products before I trust someone who's 13? So I mean, it's the beauty and the curse of the internet. Like you can put anything on it. Um, Now, the good thing is, is they are kind of getting down on if it's an ad, then you have Mm -hmm. to put it's an ad. So if you see that somebody has an ad um, and you're curious about the product, message them. Like, Mm -hmm. be like, hey, like, how long have you used this product? What have you noticed about this product? Like, that, those are valid questions. And, you know, I would encourage that, like, Mm -hmm. message them and ask them. Don't just take their advice because they put on a 30-second story or something like that. Like, actually message them and ask them. Um, I also think, too, like, skin 
is the largest organ on the body. And I take it very seriously. I probably take it more seriously than I probably should. <laughs> but it's the lar- largest organ. You wouldn't just, like, buy a blood pressure medication because you saw some Instagram person like saying that this was the best blood pressure medication. No, you would go to a provider that you trust. You would, you know, talk with them about your goals for your blood pressure, whatever that is. And then they would prescribe you a medication to deal with that blood Mm -hmm. pressure. And then they would also monitor you over a time Mm -hmm. period to make sure that that is the right dose, the right treatment for you. These social media people, like, once they sell a skincare product to you, they're not monitoring you. They're not, like, making sure it's good for you. They're not, you know, they're not recommending it with any basis. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I would just go back to, like, find a provider that you trust and – really get with them, get with your, or figure out your goals and get, you know, a regimen with them and stick with it mm-hmm. and trust them. So yeah. that's good advice. Um, I, we talked a little bit earlier in the show, and this is a question that we got on Instagram. What retinol to use when you're just starting? Yeah. I, it can be something that's scary, especially for someone like yeah. myself with sensitive skin. Yeah, no, absolutely. So retinoids are kind of an umbrella term. There's so many retinoids out there. There's retinaldehyde, retinol, you know, Tretinoin, anywhere from over-the-counters to, you know, prescriptions. My personal favorite to start out is Skin Better's Alpharet. I have used so many retinols over the years, and that is just the one where people use it and they don't get that dry, flaky, you know, feeling because of its formulation. Um, And so the formulation of these retinols are so, so important. Once again, go back to a provider who has done the research and can help guide you into that. But a great beginner retinol is the Alpharet by Skin Better. I, I can't recommend it enough. We also talked about sunscreens. What yeah. are some of the best sunscreens out there and some of the best practices you have for yeah. wearing it? I mean, there's really great sunscreens over the counter, um, you know, like super, like Everybody does does the super goop. They have a really great mineral sunscreen. You know, CeraVe, La Roche-Posay has a really good one. Um, Obviously, like Skin Better is, you know, my favorite. I love it because they have a lotion, but then they also have a compact to be able to reapply it. Um, So you can reapply over your makeup. I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, patients come back to me on. It's like, okay, I do my sunscreen in the morning, but then like, I don't want to reapply because I'm ruining my makeup. So that's really cool that Skin Better has that. Another one that I love is Color Science. It's really good. So I love my Skin Better, but it's really only good for Fitzpatrick's, you know, like one through three. It's like, it's not going to get those darker skin tones. So Color Science really has really good sunscreens for those darker skin tones um, that blend really well and uh, that are mineral. That's great advice. Um, A lot of questions about PRP and call me stupid. I don't even know what that's used for. What what is that? (laughs) So it's platelet-rich plasma. And basically what it is, is is you can actually inject it in your knee. They actually have been like injecting it in joints for a very long time um, for wound healing. So basically what it is, is whenever you think about having a wound, 
basically what happens is all those little um, white blood cells come and they like start like a little wound cascade Mm -hmm. to basically build that, you know, wound back up, build some collagen, you know, get all these nice things in there to heal that wound. Mm -hmm. So what happens is we can actually inject that in certain places to help that wound cascade to help build collagen. So the most common area to inject it is actually under the eyes. Yeah, it's really cool. So basically we draw your blood, we spin it down, the red blood cells separate from the liquid plasma. The liquid plasma is like full of growth factors and all these really nice things. We inject it under the eye and then over about three to six months, it helps start to build collagen. So then you're underneath your eye, it, you know, is a little bit thick the darkness, um, you know, diminishes, decreases, fine lines and wrinkles decrease. So that's really great. I love utilizing PRP, um, especially under the eyes, but you can also pair it with like lasers, microneedling for wound healing, all of that. How long is recovery time for something like that? Yeah. So if you do it under your eyes, you're swollen for about two to three days. Mm -hmm. Um, So just kind of be prepared for that. But if you topically put it on after like a laser or microneedling, there's, you know, other than the laser and microneedling downtime, there's no downtime to that. That's amazing. Yeah. Technology. Crazy. (laughs) I know. What are some other inexpensive but effective treatments that the world of Instagram has asked? Yeah, for sure. So that's kind of the biggest thing. It's like people come in and these treatments are expensive. Um, You know, so once again, let's just go back to skincare. Like if you don't have a skincare regimen, don't go and spend your money on, you know, all of these procedures when you can't support whatever you're doing in office at home. So get on a good skincare regimen. I think two really nice um, ways to kind of build collagen at an inexpensive, um, you know, level is like chemical peels. Chemical peels are tried and true. They date back so long. I don't even know the date, but it is like way back. Um, So those are very tried and true of building collagen, helping Mm -hmm. pigmentation, all of that. So that's a great place to start too. I love that. One final question here for you. When do you involve a dermatologist? That's how I met you is actually through my dermatologist. When when do you involve a dermatologist in your care? Yeah, I mean, it... It depends all on the experience Mm -hmm. of your provider. So I have, you know, dermatology Mm -hmm. background, so I feel comfortable prescribing, you know, medications in, you know, certain skin disorders. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there's other providers that don't have, you know, dermatology background. So it kind of depends on your experience and your your comfort level. Mm -hmm. There are times, though, that I'll do everything that I think, you know, mm-hmm. I have hit the end of my road. And I have best friends in dermatology practices, so I will just send them their way. If I'm kind of at the end of my road, I've exhausted all of the options that I see fit, maybe they'll just get, like, a new perspective or something like that. So I refer out all the time, Um yeah, shout out to Lindsay Clark. She's amazing. <laughs> if you don't have a dermatologist, go see Lindsay Clark. Um, but yeah, so I refer to her when I'm kind of at the end of that road. But I don't think there's a clear cut. I think it's mm-hmm. based on your experience and your comfort or the provider's experience and their comfort level with dermatology skin disorders. Love that. 
Wonderful. Kelly, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. This was extremely informative. We appreciate it. Yeah, Just in time for summer, you. too. I know. Wear your Wear sunscreen. sunscreen. <laughs> Wear sunscreen. <laughs> if there's one takeaway from our program today, it is wear some sunscreen. Yes. Thanks so much to Kelly Smith, owner of Nourish Skin and Wellness, as well as Skin Smart by Kelly. You can find both of those on Instagram, Nourish Skin and Wellness, and you can also go to skinsmartbykelly.com for more information. We are out of time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you'll do it again next weekend. You've been listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. For more information, log on to transitionslifecare.org.